0: Like Salesforce, there are businesses that are doing the right thing.
1: Aloha!
2: No, no. Aloha! Salesforce has transformed the way businesses do business. The reality is nothing is more important to me than the success of our customers. One of the most admired companies in the world. That is why we're here as trailblazers, because we are here to make the world better. The doors are open here for everybody. We just need to go through them.
1: Welcome to Inside the Ohana. Our featured guest this special episode is Dan Darcy. Along with being your host of Inside the Ohana, Dan is the chief customer officer at Qualified and a Salesforce veteran and legend. In this episode, it's Dan's turn to pull back the curtain into his impressive 13-year tenure at Salesforce, where he was a key player in creating the future of software as a service and worked alongside incredible people in the business world. You'll hear Dan's marketing advice to help prevent complacency, plus a behind the scenes story of his most successful demo. But before we get into it, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Inside the Ohana is brought to you by Qualified. Qualified is the pipeline generation platform for revenue teams that use Salesforce. Intelligently grow your pipeline by understanding signals of buying intent and having real time conversations. Learn more over on qualified.com. So please enjoy this conversation between Emma Calderon, the Senior Director of Content and Communications at Qualified, and your host, Dan Darcy.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Emma Calderon, Senior Director of Content and Communications at Qualified. For our final episode of Inside the Ohana, we needed to bring on the biggest hitter in the Salesforce ecosystem. With that... Welcome, Dan Darcy, as our last guest for this season of Inside the Ohana. Dan, welcome to Inside the Ohana.
2: Well, I mean, it's so great to be here, and it's great to be on the other side of the basically the mic being interviewed. So thanks for having me. Of
0: course. So after doing this show for almost a year now, yeah. you've had incredible guests. Yes. What are some of like the biggest lessons you've learned?
2: I mean, there's been an, uh, I mean, many incredible lessons that I learned, but one of the biggest things that I'm still just truly impressed by is the amount of talent that the people brought and passion everyone that i interviewed loved what they were doing they loved being a part of building something greater than themselves and i mean i couldn't be more honored than interviewing all of them and i really do thank them for their time but I would say the people and the passion are some things that I'm like, that's hard to even be taught. Like that's just something that is what made Salesforce.
0: As you reflect on the show, what has surprised you the most?
2: So what surprised me the most is that people had different experiences across the many events that happened at Salesforce during that time. So there are just so many different perspectives and just seeing the different values and different learnings that came from the different folks is what really impressed me is I think that was the biggest lesson is like everyone has a different experience based on the same event that happened and everyone learned something different. And so that's what I really liked about it the most.
0: Okay. I'm going to do my best, Dan, as we jump into our first segment, Ohana Origins. Origin story begin.
1: This is my origin story.
2: This is an origin story.
0: So how did you discover Salesforce and what was your first job there?
2: My first job at Salesforce was a technical product marketing manager. And I actually discovered Salesforce through a great friend of mine who brought me into Salesforce. His name is Jagger McConnell. He's currently the CEO of Crunchbase. And I definitely owe everything that I have in my Salesforce career to Jagger because he had an opening on his team. And he brought me in and basically stuck his neck out for me to get the job at Salesforce and I would say the rest is history and I think one of what's something that he will say is that one of his biggest claim to fame is hiring me so yeah. <laughs>
0: just like your biggest claim to fame is hiring
2: me yes exactly right that's so true <laughs> exactly all
0: right some people call you the goat of
2: salesforce did you know that no I did not know well, that yeah
0: some people is me also yeah what is the biggest success you've had while working at salesforce
2: well one of the biggest successes is a fun story that I think pretty much changed the direction of my career. And I really have Mark Benioff, the CEO, to owe for all of that. And it was building a customer demo for him for the CEO of Toyota. he was gonna have a bunch of his executives fly out to his house because they were on a tour of going around to learn about innovations in Silicon Valley. Mark asked me to build a demo with a car chatting on the network. Chatter was a big product way back in the day. Now Slack is the product that's happening now. But imagine if your car was chatting to you and telling you that your tires were low and telling you that it you know it needs more gas or it needs a tune-up of some sort and it could chat with each other. That was his idea and he wanted it to come to life in a Salesforce demo. And so I had a great team that helped build that demo. We went out and presented it. And at that time, you know, it was something unheard of where, you know, back in 2008, it was basically the Internet of Things was one of the things that was happening at the time. And we showed a demo to the CEO of Toyota and their executives. Mark said that was one of the best demos. And it basically showed that Salesforce could punch above its weight. And from that point on, Mark was like, I want you to help me build these prototypes and visions for customers and go around and present them with him. So... That was one of my biggest successes that I'm most proud of because it put me on a trajectory at Salesforce and meeting so many incredible people and being a part of so many great memories. And that's something that I will always cherish as, a, as something that changed my life.
0: Conversely, what is a project or program that didn't go so well and that you learned the most from?
2: Yeah, I mean, the, I mean there's many has been many failures and projects out there, but I think the biggest lesson I learned was not to get too complacent in your role you have to always continually disrupt your own self. You know, even though a process may have worked one year, you got to look at it again, blow it up, break it down into little parts, and then try to put it back together in a new way. Because technology, people, and process, that all happens, they all change so fast. And I think sometimes, you know, where I learned a lesson was I was complacent and I just let that thing continue running in the way it was. And I should have really kept going back to it and really checked on certain things and blown it up and challenged myself to like create something new and better. So I would say that that's the biggest lesson I learned with the projects that I have failed at at Salesforce is that I just got too complacent. And that's something that I think is a good lesson for everyone else to learn too.
0: So it's kind of the opposite of if it's not broken, don't fix it.
2: Yeah, You don't ascribe to that. You you should definitely blow it up and and, fix it it again.
0: But what does Ohana mean to you?
2: I mean, I've asked this question a million times to everyone, and uh, I loved everyone's answers from it. I mean, it's about the people, it's about the community, and I will continue to echo that same thing. I mean, Salesforce is made up of incredible people, there's an incredible alumni, there's an incredible ecosystem. You know, out there when former alumni I haven't spoken to in 10 plus years, whenever they reach out to me on LinkedIn, and this has been paid forward for me too, is because I'll reach out to other alumni everyone always answers the call and everyone hops on the call. How can I help you? You know, how can, how can we connect you with someone? What can that be? And that's what I love most about the Ohana is just the constant support and of each other and helping each other. And so that's what Ohana means to me is really the community that Mark and Parker and the entire Salesforce executive team and the ecosystem everyone built together.
0: Is there a specific Ohana memory or moment that sticks out that's a little more behind the scenes that as you look back at your time at Salesforce, you're like, wow, that was special?
2: I will pull on the thread of the toyota meeting okay because this was definitely a very very unique story because uh, salesforce is definitely a customer company and pride ourselves on really knowing our customer and really helping our customers understand their customers and so when we had the toyota executives over to mark's house mark's house was in hawaii okay so we presented this big demo to the toyota executives at mark's house in hawaii And the night before, you know, what's customary for Japanese executives is we present them with a gift before, you know, they come onto the island and they were staying at their own house that they had. But we presented them with gifts from the local hotel where it was a swim trunks and a t-shirt and flip flops. And it was just like, hey, enjoy your time here while you can on the beach and whatever. Well, the morning of meeting and for folks that are out there that don't know when you meet with Japanese executives it's very buttoned up we're in a very suit and tie like tied up everyone and I'm in a suit and tie in Hawaii we're over at Mark's house but then all of a sudden we heard from our sales team that was picking up the Toyota executives that the executives all dressed in the gifts that we gave them So, they were all in swim trunks, a t-shirt, and flip-flops, and that is not customary for them because that's definitely way out of their comfort zone. But they were like, we're in Mark's home. Let's honor him by dressing in the gifts that he gave us. And so, we're all dressed up, and then all of a sudden, all we know is that Mark goes, okay, everyone... (laughs) Everyone needs to dress down. And we're like, well, how do we do that? Because I'm like, I can't run back to the hotel and get my swim trunks. And that was kind of an interesting thing. So everyone had to like take their jackets off, unbutton their their shirts, take their ties off, roll up their sleeves, just try to look as casual as casuals as can be. Uh, Mark had the luxury of also, you know, Mark was very casual. He was, had his Hawaiian shirt, and he was he was dressed to the nines. So we wanted to make the Toyota executives really like feel at home so we we tried to dress down anyway the the meeting went well but that's that's one of those funny ohana moments where like you got to do whatever it takes to make the customer happy and feel comfortable and at home so that's That's hysterical yeah
0: specifically thinking about how hot you probably were in a suit in hawaii
2: yes yes it was it was great to just definitely like relax a little bit more so
0: okay let's get into our next segment what's cooking
1: buddy What's Let's cooking? Let's both cook together. Yeah, cooking, 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 cooking now. All right.
0: So obviously it sounds like Salesforce was the ultimate foundation in your transition to chief customer officer at Qualified here. What do you need to talk about? How did you get here? What has your journey been like?
2: Yeah. Okay so how did i get to be the chief customer officer qualified so look again was at salesforce for 13 years loved every moment of it i worked in a variety of roles but i'm a marketer at heart i was born in marketing born in product marketing and i took my product marketing skill set to the other roles that i had at salesforce i mean i obviously led enablement for a few years there as well i was missing creating and building with where salesforce was way back in the day and i missed working with marketers and so I was uh, definitely talking to some folks. Obviously, Craig Swensford, the CEO of Qualified, which is obviously where we work now, was the former chief marketing officer at Salesforce for a few years. And he he was starting this company called Qualified, which is really about driving demand on the website for uh, marketers. And he goes, I have an opening where I need someone to really work with marketers, strategize with them, and use this tool in a way that's going to help drive more pipeline and demand. Obviously that sounds like a commercial, but that is really how it was pitched to me. And and we had this we have this big vision of the future. And how are we gonna do that? And so I was just really excited to join something from the ground up and really help build it to something different and kind of give it another big run. I mean, Salesforce obviously for over 13 years changed and evolved into an incredible company that's a big machine that obviously you know, there's still a lot of incredible talent there, but I was looking to kind of like, let's just see how, again, I can disrupt myself and not get complacent, mm-hmm. right? Which, which is one of the big lessons that, that I learned. How do I not be complacent, disrupt myself and start new, right? And so coming here to Qualified as the Chief Customer Officer, we had to start all new processes, all new everything. And that was where I really rolled up my sleeves. And I mean, we're still doing it to this day, obviously. We grew. When I first joined Qualified, it was 30 people. Now we're at 150 people. I'm incredibly proud of what we've been doing and what we're still going to do. And and that's basically how I got to where I am now today. Love it. So
0: what are some of the challenges in your current role and how have those kind of transformed since you've started to now?
2: I mean, look, there's obviously, scale is obviously a challenge. (laughs) We always talk about that. I mean, scale is a challenge, showcasing value to our customers. I think there's a lot of great things that I learned from Salesforce, which is really around surrounding the customer and making the customer the center of our world. And so, you know, what I'm incredibly honored by is that Qualified does take the customer and put them at the center of our world. And that's why I love doing what I do, because, you know, customer success you know, at this company is really trying to help change an industry. And what I'm proud of the team is, is like, you see it in the proof with our G2 reviews, and we have like over a thousand five-star reviews. And it's a thank you to all of our customers that are out there. But the lessons that I learned from Salesforce around really keeping the customer at the center of everything we do really helped drive kind of the success we're seeing here at Qualified.
0: Love it. All right. Time for our final segment, Future forecast.
2: Predicts
0: future. What do you envision as the future of the Salesforce ecosystem?
2: I mean, look, the Salesforce ecosystem—we're obviously part of it—is going to continue to grow. I think, you know, I was trying to get through this interview without saying AI, but <laughs> I have to. With the with the fourth pretty much big shift in in technology, you know, if you have social, mobile—I mean, I mean, internet, social, mobile. Now we have AI really coming. I feel like there's a lot more opportunity that's going to be out there. And Salesforce really continues to lead the way, not only for their customers by bringing them into the future, but to their the partners in the ecosystem. So, you know, we're definitely going to continue to grow. Um, the ecosystem is going to continue to grow, and it's only going to get stronger with the advancement in technology and kind of where that's going.
0: Any advice for aspiring marketing leaders?
2: Yeah. I mean, look, I think the biggest lesson I learned was don't be complacent. And I think it's one of those things it's, you hear me say this all the time, don't be boring, you know? And in my mind, it's the same thing. It's like, how do you continue to be relevant and drive yourself forward? So I would say constantly be learning and constantly disrupting yourself. And I mean, look, I'm no AI expert by any means, but it's just something fun to learn and understand how technology is gonna change the world. So for marketing leaders out there, My biggest piece of advice is get close to your product. If you are marketing a product, you have to live that product. You have to breathe that product. You have to experience that product. And then you have to understand how it impacts your customers in a different way. And basically then translate that into how we get other people out there to understand what that technology does. So that's my biggest piece of advice for marketers.
0: So go use chat GPT. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is actually super fun too, but I mean, I look, you know, I think it's just, what are the different prompts you can do? I think that's one of the fun ways of just learning, you know? Couldn't agree more. Yeah. All
0: right, before letting you go, it's time for the lightning round. To lightning,
2: you mean lightning. lightning. Lightning, lightning fast. <laughs> what is a secret skill not listed on your resume? Secret skill not on my resume, well, I play a mascot part-time i did it at salesforce and i also am doing it here at qualified plus i'm also a part-time actor here (laughs)
0: you're also really good at karaoke
2: yes that is that's that's definitely a secret skill i'm not on the resume (laughs) taylor swift songs exactly especially
0: um what is your favorite way to spend an evening after work
2: i mean right now obviously i'm loving my son is a year and a half i'm loving you know, picking him up and having fun with him before he has to go to bed. So that's my, be- and then after that, my wife and I cook dinner and we watch Bravo. <laughs> there you go.
0: What is your favorite brand? And this can be of anything.
2: So obviously Qualified is one of my favorite brands, but Yeti is also another thing. And the reason why I love Yetis is because it take it took a, speaking about being disruptive, it took a very simple industry of coolers and things and made them more durable and indestructible and there's a community around it because they they really expanded like even there's yeti dog bowls which i thought is like awesome not that i really need a an indestructible dog bowl but like why not you know so
0: <laughs> all right last or two more questions you just won front row seat tickets to your dream event what is it it
2: would be the Eras tour somewhere <laughs> in taylor swift's tour somewhere in europe like that would be next year would be awesome to go to
0: what are you looking most forward to about Dreamforce this year?
2: Oh, Dreamforce. Yes, I'm looking forward to, of course, the concert and seeing who the big band is. But I'm looking forward to just connecting with all the, the great alumni and, and ecosystem and other members out there because it, it really is a big family reunion and I get really excited about it. And even though I'm not at Salesforce anymore, it's like we're obviously part of Salesforce and part of that community. And so I just I'm looking forward to seeing the people.
0: Is anything cool happening at the SF MoMA on September
2: 13? (laughs) Yes. Great plug, actually. So we at Qualified are having an event called Pipeline Summit live at the San Francisco MoMA on the rooftop, Wednesday, September 13th from 4 to 7.30 p.m. I hope you are all there. It's right before the the big concert. So think of it as a pregame. I would love to see all my friends and family there.
0: Love it. All right, Dan, thank you so much. Before you go, any last thing to plug? I know you just said Pipeline Summit, so thank you. But anything else on behalf of customer
1: success?
2: No, no. Just, I mean, thank you to everyone who has listened to Inside the Ohana. Thank you to all of the people who have participated and been interviewed on Inside the Ohana. I couldn't be more proud to represent Salesforce and the podcast Inside the Ohana. So thank you very much. See you guys all at Dreamforce.
1: We'll go. See you then. Thank you. Inside the Ohana is brought to you by our friends at qualified.com, the conversational sales and marketing company that's on a mission to transform the way B2B companies sell. Go to qualified.com to learn more. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate and review it and tell a friend. Thank you for listening.